Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to the Egolution podcast. This is episode 22, and today we have a beautiful guest, Mariella Silva. So I will pass over to her straight away so you can introduce yourself. Hey, Mariella. Hi, Jessica. So happy to be here with you. Oh, thank you for being here. And actually, guys, it was Mariella's idea to have this meeting live and recorded. And even though I'm hosting the podcast, I'm going to let Mariella do a lot of the talking um, because I know she has questions. But um, before we get started on that, Mariella, I'd just like you to kind of introduce yourself and share a bit about what you do and how we have connected. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for the space. Um, my background is in psychology. I've been a therapist for many years. I've created a coaching method called the Intrinsic Power Method, designed to help and support creative artists in their journey. And that takes me into yoga as well. Uh, my method is a all-round intensive coaching method based on mind, body, and soul. The understanding that all creative people, everyone, course but creative people we need to have the balance in our lives and I think in my creative life I'm also an actor in my creative life a lot of the time one of these pillars in my life was weak so I decided to create a method to guide my peers to a more wholesome and healthy lifestyle amazing and I came to the Middle Path Movement to meet the incredible team that Jessica has put together uh, last year, around about October, I think it was, when a dear friend of mine, Hannah, put me in contact with Sarah to talk about the retreat, the teacher training that the Middle Path was um, offering in Mexico the beginning of this year. And I had an incredible chat with Sarah. Uh, we connected straight away. I'm like, ah, you. It was like we have known each other our whole life. It was incredible. <laughs> and for anyone listening who isn't yet aware who Sarah is, um, Sarah is a big part of the middle path movement. She uh, she manages and helps manage projects, specifically ones that I can't be at um, because I'm here with my children in, in London. So she's a big, big, big part of the team. Yeah, it's just a jam. <laughs> Proper solid yeah. person. And so we had a, a like about an hour chat on FaceTime. And at the end, we were just look at each other, right? Okay, so let's do this. <laughs> and it was an invitation to join the teacher training in Mexico as a vegan chef. I'm also training uh, Ayurveda. So I developed and created a um, menu for the three weeks of the training based on Ayurvedic, um, the word just escaped me. <laughs> just the, the Ayurvedic way and you know, understanding of, of, exactly. the, of the medicine behind Ayurveda. That's exactly what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sisters help each other. <laughs> we finish each other's sentences. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's how uh, our path crossed. And I am now in Mexico, currently speaking to you from Sayulita, Sunshine. Round two, yeah. <laughs> Round two for the second teacher training uh, with an incredible team and amazing students. This group is in, uh, insanely solid and hungry for knowledge. It's uh, it's delightful to watch them grow. And uh, we're coming to the end of the first week of the training and I'm blown away with 
how much they're retaining information and how uh, confident they feel to, I, I overhear their conversation all the time and they are fully immersed in the training. It's fascinating. Amazing. Incredible. And it's, it, that's a dream. That's a dream for me, watching it from afar and feeling what a great time you as the, the team are having. That really fills me up. And I know mm-hmm. if you guys are having a good time, of course, the students are having a good time. And, um, you know, I'm getting feedback from each of you and it's a team of how many? One, two, three, four, five, five, five team members um, that are representing yeah. middle class movement. And I couldn't be more grateful yeah really really and that kind of takes takes us on to you know why we've decided to to sit down and have this this conversation live (laughs) um because yeah because um you know the the reason why I started middle path movement is to create to create a space for people to be themselves and to be able to share mm-hmm. their gifts. And that is why, okay, this is obviously uh, essentially a, a yoga teacher training. So the main focus is yoga, but to be able to bring someone like you on board who has a, the acting background, the psychology background, the Ayurveda background, the coaching background, like, <laughs> wow, what a blessing to be able to bring you on board and to have like you be able to share your gifts as well uh, and show show the yoga world in a different light as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm beyond grateful for this space that you created um uh, let me rephrase this Uh, i'm actually grateful that you follow your dream (laughs) that you follow your path that you listen to your calling and the how didn't stop you you, you knew your why, you know your why, and you just ran with it. And the right people, the team came together because you held the vision. And uh, um, you said something on uh, the first chat we had on FaceTime, and yesterday you, you said it again, and I was quite emotional when you said that, that you were looking for lasting relationships. And in another word for me was exactly what I have been looking for for a long time, uh, which is belonging, connection, a family of like-minded people. I am I'm Brazilian and I've been living in London on and off for 13 years. And to find the middle path movement, to find you running with your dream, being a mama of three beautiful kids. And another thing that you said to me on our first chat was we're talking about vision and what we want for life and all the rest of it. And you asked me if I wanted to have kids and I said, yeah. And you paused and then you said, well, that's wonderful uh, because we can create the space for you within our team, within our group for that to happen. And that for me was beyond anything I could have expected. And from that, the desire to actually be a mom have been growing in me since then. So I want to thank you. Oh, you're literally, I'm I'm full of goosebumps (laughs) and I feel emotional listening to you. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm all emotional here as well. Uh, that's pure connection no you're 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 right and listening to your words are really encouraging because yes that is exactly what I've wanted to create I think Mm -hmm. um, if I look at my my journey from 
you know, when I first left England, I was 19 to go and start looking for, I don't even know what I was looking for. Um, but it, it was that sense of belonging. Cause I too come from a, a, a mixed culture background. I also wasn't born in England. Uh-huh. Um, and I didn't even know that I didn't feel like I fitted in it took leaving to understand that I never fitted in and I never you know I never a group of people to me was almost daunting unless I was at a party Mm -hmm. and I was you know intoxicated you know that Mm. was kind of that for me was that was difficult and it took kind of going firstly to Thailand uh, and being invited in by actually monks at one point I had a problem with my joints. And that's a lot of the reason why middle path movement started. I had an autoimmune disease as a child and I had problems in my Mm. joints and I didn't really understand them. And I thought, you know, the medication that was given to me was kind of, I was doomed to be taking that forever. Um, but something within me knew like, no, there's, there's, there's something else, you know, this isn't, this isn't your life. You, you know, the doctor said Mm -hmm. you won't be, you, 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 at 25, 35, like you're, that's kind of it. Like your body's going to start to deteriorate. So I was like, okay. Uh, but wow. something in me just knew that wasn't right, you know, and it I was actually welcomed in firstly by monks and I was 19. I didn't understand spirituality. I didn't understand any of that. Um, but they kind of invited me in and they started teaching me and, and showing me different rituals and, and mantra and stuff like that. And that spiritual path like slowly entered my life. I didn't, I didn't even understand it or call it in. Uh, it wasn't what I was looking for at all. So it took a while for me to accept it. Uh, it wasn't until I was sort of mm-hmm. 24, 25 that I started, you know, going deeper into yoga um, and really seeing uh, the shift, uh, not just in my body, but in my mind. And from then I started to, you know, long to find, like you said, this kind of tribe, this, this group of people that I could feel myself at. I could honor, you know, the extroverted part of me and the introverted part of me. And I didn't just have to extrovert myself, which, which I, for many years, I thought I needed to, I needed to go to the parties. I needed to show up. I needed to, you know, be the best dress. Like that was a, that was a big part of my journey. And then I, you know, found the introvert in me. And then I, you know, went to the other extreme. I really mm-hmm. wanted to um be away from people. I'd go, you know, off socials, away from, you know, create a situation where no one could contact me. I'd be off in nature somewhere. Like for a long time I lived in the wilderness, in the middle of the jungle and and, you know, on my own wow. as a, as a, as a young woman, that's, mm. you know, in Thailand that, that could be deemed as dangerous. But for me, that was bliss, mm-hmm. <laughs> bliss. Um, yeah. but I did go from those two extremes, you know, the life of the party, you know, dancing in front of the speaker at, at any rave until <laughs> five, six in the morning, multiple times a week, you know, I hear you, girl. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was where you'd find me. Um, in fact, another story, but that's how Sarah and I, actually met at a rave <laughs> right there you go <laughs> um, yeah and then you know the other extreme where I was like off meditating in the mountains no one can connect to me you know writing poetry connecting to source and and um really afraid of that other extreme that I experienced in my life um but then I realized mm-hmm. I you know I I like to do that sometimes now not so much I you won't find me at a rave like I, I don't know if I'll if I, maybe I'll go again one day it's not something I'm interested in but you know if I wanted to that's okay and in 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 the same way if I want to go and seclude myself in the mountains you know again not so much I'm, I'm a mother of three I have a family but you know if 
it's yeah. it's finding the balance between those things that I enjoy and that is where I started to find slowly the middle path and that's you know I realized when I started to share that story people were like no I I feel the same way you know I I really feel connected mm-hmm. to spirituality I feel connected um to my religion to my culture you know where whatever the background of the individual is they feel connected to yeah. that, but they don't want to be in it so extremely that they can't kind of dip into the other world where it may be having a drink here and there. It may be drinking coffee. It may be having a little a smoke, a spliff, whatever, whatever it is, mm-hmm. like a little bit of here and there is okay as long as you find mm-hmm. the balance and the peace within you. And there's no one judging you for whatever it is you choose to do as long as you're not hurting another person. Yes, yes. That is incredible because... Uh, in my own way, in my own journey to where I am now, I was born in a very deep in spirituality family of all sorts. My my grandmother was very Catholic. My mom was spiritualistic, I would say that, but like she also brought up as Catholic. So that came with a lot of baggage and a lot of shame and a lot of, you can't do this or you can't do that. And when I was around about 15 or something around that time, I broke up with God. I didn't want to, I would, didn't want anything to do with the God that I was raised under the, the power, the fear that, that that God was always out to get you. Like this, is, this doesn't make any sense to me. So that was when I started looking for other ways to understand myself, to understand life. I never really understood life. I never really understood why so much pain, so much suffering in the world. And in, in my own family, looking around, I, um, my mom had a lot of um, issues with herself, which led her to be an alcoholic. So for me, that, n- none of that made sense with that strict um religious background and yet so much uh, confusion and pain. So I started meditating. I, my meditation journey started with Zen meditation, which is very strict as well. You can't mm-hmm. move, you can't mm-hmm. anything. You, it, there is a very specific way of doing it. So at the time I was doing martial arts. So that was the, the meditation that was available to me. And I'm forever grateful to that. But at some point it became a bit off-putting because I felt like I was always doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. And so then I came across Vipassana meditation and I started doing the 10 days silent meditation retreats. And then at some point, 20 days, 30 days in silence, I served as a volunteer in a 45-day day retreat in Australia. And it's still... It is it's incredible, but I was still looking for something that made more sense to me. And I went, just like you said, to the opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> and blessed my partner. I I wanted him to come with me to that side of the spectrum. So every time he wanted to have a drink, I was like, no, but this, no, 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 no. You can't do that. <laughs> like, I never really wanted to get on this path. You are on this path. <laughs> <laughs> and creating that was creating a lot of uh, of distance between us because I didn't want to be a part of anything. I wanted to just 
get up at five in the morning to meditate and be in bed by half eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm laughing because I I, I, know, I know that story because I I was there. <laughs> I was there. You know, it's like you start to, um, I I feel like it's a normal way, you know, to find the middle path. You kind of, to find the middle path, um, from my experience and from other people mm-hmm. I've spoken to and obviously like the students I've worked with, you have to have experienced both ends of the spectrum. Maybe for yeah. some people it will be more extreme, you know, extreme left, mm-hmm. extreme right, you know, however you want to look at it. Um, but yeah, to find that balance that is almost that, like you yeah. have to, you know, swing back and forth, back and forth until the swing like moves a little bit slower. And then you finally like hit the middle and you're like, oh, okay. And I've, and it will keep swinging because that's just life. And polarity yeah. is just, uh, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. polarity and duality, it's, it's how we, you know, move through life. And, and it's, it's beautiful. It's a dance. It's rhythmic, but. Um, oh, beautiful. Yeah. And that's a, that's exactly it. And and I suppose the more you pendulum uh, swings from one end to another, and you hit that sweet spot exactly uh, time and again, you know how to bring yourself back to that spot exactly with more ease and more grace and more compassion towards yourself, and and being here for in January for the first teacher training, and now back here the second one and seeing how much I have grown in this period between one training and another and being so much more flexible with myself and the practices are really intense and they, they move a lot within the body and knowing that, oh, okay, today I will do the morning practice, but I'm not going to do the evening because I'm also working and looking after other people. So I need to look after myself and make sure that I don't push myself to a breaking point. So there is this uh, being radical on what is what is good as well. So pushing to do all right exactly. all the time is not sustainable either. So today I chose to, I'm not doing the practice in the morning, but I'm joining the yin practicing in the evening. So find this this balance, this this middle path. And I find that with my coaching clients and the artists, to invite them to a almost uh, monastic lifestyle, it's just not going to work because creativity requires freedom, requires the, 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 the experimenting, the, all the experiences. And so then when I came across your philosophy, your understanding of what it is to be in the world, but not of the world, which I absolutely love this uh, concept. I, I It resonated with me, with me so much. And so mm-hmm. being a part of this dream team that you put together is it, it's absolutely dream because I see that it works and it makes sense with Everything that I've learned in the past 23, 24 years of many different spiritual practices, many different uh, from martial arts to Tai Chi to Qigong to yoga, to everything that I have practiced over this year to now like, oh, okay, this is nice. So I can be disciplined and do my practice and meditate and all the rest of it and also enjoy 
a party over the weekend and it's all good because I know how to come back to the sweet spot of balance. And exactly. uh, it's, uh, yeah, and so delicious. Is, <laughs> it is, that's it. I love that word, delicious. That's exactly how I'd like to describe life. You know, I want to be <laughs> able to, you know, finish each day and say that was delicious. And of course, mm. that that um, that could also be, you know, deemed extreme because there are going to be days when things aren't delicious, you know, and that's also mm-hmm. a, okay. And, and finding balance with that too. Um, and I think, mm. When I look at... And that is something... Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, sorry. Go, go. Um, if that is something... What you just said, something that remind me of uh, Femi's class yesterday. Femi is one of the teachers in the current teacher training. And he kept on saying, find comfort, find rest within the asana that you're in right now. And it wasn't easy. But mm-hmm. because he said that... I found my way back into a deeper breathing. I found a way to engage uh, my quad a little bit more and rest. And when I understood that yesterday on a practical level, within the practice, within my own body, I know that I can translate now that into life, into daily life. Exactly. Like, okay, I'm, I'm short, you know, I've got 10 minutes to get lunch out and I still have quite a bit to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, lean in, breathe, and everything's going to be fine. It is, because at the end of the day, that's what's the worst that could happen, you know? And, right. And, and it's, it's not... It could be look at almost like a, a morbid way to look at life, like what is the worst that could happen? But really what we realize is the worst is never that bad, you know? Oh, you my know, God, yeah. We worry so much and we create mm. these stories in our mind. And that's that's yeah. a lot of what these practices are. It's, mm-hmm. you know, mindfulness practices that create a structure for us, but they're totally. a structure that we don't become attached to. So it's a, mm-hmm. just like, in, and, and you can look at that, like you said, in your asana and your yoga practice, you can look at that in your work, you know, as you're creating these beautiful dishes um, mm. for the students and the rest of the team. Um, or you can look at it, um, you can put, you can put that into anything. And that's why one of the big mottos of middle path movement is finding balance between structure and spirit. Structure mm. could be society, structure could be industry, structure could be your discipline, could be your martial arts practice, your Tai Chi practice, your you know. Um yeah. and spirit is that that space within and, and being yeah. connected to both, allowing spirituality to guide you but not being attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and understanding that uh there is in there's actually nothing too serious going on here. Mm-hmm. We are it in my understanding we are eternal beings having this beautiful experience here on earth as humans inhabiting this vehicle that we call our bodies and it's all good mm-hmm. it's all okay mm-hmm. just breathe find comfort in the discomfort and it's all good Exactly, exactly. And, you know, there are things that that can seem like a lot. And of course, everyone will have a different perspective on how life is. You know, I really resonate with that perspective on what life is, you know, that we are eternal beings that might not resonate with another. And that's also Mm -hmm. what a middle path movement is. Some Mm -hmm. resonate with, 
with the Bible, with the Quran. Mm-hmm. Some some really don't, and that's also okay. These people are all welcome. Some people like the Hindu practices of of yoga and the roots of yoga. Some do not. Some will say that yoga came from Africa. Some people will say it came from Egypt. Some people will say it came from India. And all these mm-hmm. perspectives are welcome. And this also is what middle path movement yeah. is. It's like everyone is welcome. And and please don't get me wrong. It a lot of people don't like this mentality. A lot of people mm-hmm. struggle with it. And, you know, I've had people kind of hop in and out of the movement that are always welcome, but they, they don't always resonate. And that's also fine. Mm-hmm. It's knowing that this yeah. is, this is a space where everyone is invited, but also understanding that it's, it doesn't, it doesn't fit for everyone. Some people need mm-hmm. more structure. Some people really mm-hmm. need it and that's fine. And some people like less structure and that's also fine. And yeah, it's creating yeah, yeah. that space for like, for, for anyone to, to find balance and find, find a family, find a team, find a tribe that they, yeah. they feel they can call home. Uh, and yeah. that's, that's really what it is. And, and it's studying, you know, it's bringing these practices, these tools, um, forward you know that I've learned that you've learned that Sammy's learned that Sarah's learned like or everyone is you know invited to bring their experiences forward because another you know deep message that that we like to share in the middle path movement is experience is knowledge and you can read Mm. a thousand books you can read them over and over and over again and they will help and they will guide but the real experience the real knowledge comes from within and from our experiences and from from you know reliable sources uh, and these reliable sources are the family that you trust and that's what we want to create like a family of people that that trust and feel home together yeah yeah a hundred percent and and to me this is exactly the what differentiates the middle path movement from everything else that I have experienced in my life because there is room for everything that I am and uh, me being three quarters Italian and one quarter Brazilian. There's a lot of fire in this little person. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) And, but because all of me is welcome, all of me, where my, all the walks that I've walked to get me here, uh, I feel that is welcome here. I feel so much at peace and seen and appreciated and understood just to give a bit of context of what I'm, what I'm saying is like the beginning of the year when we started the first training here in Mexico, I was coming out of a hell of a year. Last year for me was, it really tested me in so many ways. And guy, um, there was a point where I was having panic attacks and waking up in the middle of the night and not knowing left from right. And I just knew that that was bringing me something, but I couldn't see what it was. And I remember I was doing a job in uh, Amsterdam and meditating early in the morning. And I asked for guidance. I asked for, just show me where I could go, asking the universe, God, to show me the path and then I met Sarah and then I met you. And then when I was here, the only thing I knew was I need to show up every day and I want to do my best. And that's all I want to do. So my focus was a meal at a time to get through 
those three weeks. And after that, I went back home after 13 years away. Wow. And I'm so emotional now going to this place. And I didn't realize what was happening while it was happening in January. But the appreciation, the love, the support that you and Sarah and the rest of the team and, and seeing how the students were excited for every meal and after every meal, their faces. And when they're in the little breaks, they would come to sleep and say, hi, like, this smells so good. What are you making? I didn't realize that I was rebuilding my, my core, who I am. And so when I got to Brazil after 13 years, I had no expectations whatsoever. And I was welcomed back into my family with arms wide open. But I was so nurtured and so nourished after that month, those three weeks here, that everything that they were giving was like the cherry on top of my cake. Aww. I was the cake. <laughs> oh, you were the cake. <laughs> And you are the cake. And um, yeah, of course, you know, like the, the energy that we receive. And of course, that's not always the case. But on the whole, what we receive mm-hmm. um, is a reflection of what we give. Um, and, mm. you know, if you if that's what you felt from the experience, it's because that's what you gave. And and th- and that, again, is, is another is another message that I, I really feel. And I hope, you know, it's what I can only hope and pray for that these experiences you know, invite for our team and our students. Um, we really want, of course, at the end, there is the certification. You get to certify as a yoga teacher, but not everyone comes to be a yoga teacher. Even when I did mm-hmm. my first training, I didn't expect to be a yoga teacher. It was the, I went for myself. And mm-hmm. um, and that's why, you know, if, if, you've, if, if anyone's listening and they've felt the calling to have this experience, to deepen their practice, to s- learn a bit more about what middle path movement is, or to get to know our team, our tribe. It's not just to become a yoga teacher. That may come later if if it if it you know resonates, but it is a deeply transformative experience. Um, each and every time for every training that I've ever taught, I've learned so much, not just about it's not just for the students, it's for it's for us, you know. Um, Absolutely. It's you it's an opportunity to really like go yeah. in and and honor the the needs that every every human has to yes. to get to know themselves mm-hmm. and that's how i uh, did my first teacher training in 2015 and now uh at, at the end of may i'm going to portugal to do my second training another 200 hours with the middle path movement and the intention behind taking this second training is to deepen my practice first to myself, to get to know myself on a deeper level, my practice, how far I can go with the tool that yoga is in my life, the tools that yoga bring so I can have them, them under my belt to do life. I practice yoga to be better at life, not to be better at yoga. Mm-hmm. And having this understanding that every time I feel out of balance, I can roll my mat out or anything or just on the pure floor and have that moment, know what my body needs to hold 
a moment with in a in an asana in a pose that needs a bit of stretch that part of my body that open my chest and breathe and know okay i can i will get through this whatever it is and also get my energy up let's go let's get the day and breathe and know that there is a breathing practice that can up my energy and at the end of the day if i'm too hyped up i also know a breathing practice that can calm me down so i can have a good night of sleep Mm -hmm. but this is the most fascinating for me in having done uh, a teacher training because it's so different from just joining a class, going to the yoga studio and joining uh, as just practicing from the perspective of a student. When I trained to teach somebody else, there is a level of responsibility that comes with it. And that responsibility, that accountability that I was training to have with somebody else I first had to apply to myself. So it completely changed my relationship with myself and my body. And I feel like now I know how to care for myself better than I have ever knew because I trained as a teacher. Exactly. And it's, and it's for, um, for anyone that's choosing to walk any, you know, any walk of life, um, yoga for me, I know makes me a better parent. It makes me a better mom. It gives me uh, that space for myself. And as a consequence, gives me the patience that um, every parent needs. Um, when I've worked, I, I've worked so many different jobs in, in my life. You know, yeah. when, I've worked in a, when I've worked in a restaurant, it gives me that peace. It stretches out my body. It, it you know, it mm-hmm. gives me the strength. You know, when I've, when I've worked, as as a yoga teacher, of course, when I've um, traveled, it's given me the opportunities to to understand and be connected to different cultures. Meditation has helped me, you know, helps me on a daily basis to tackle whatever comes, you know, um, in peace. Um, And that, that I think is the biggest thing to help us find peace because Mm. happiness, sadness, depression, anxiety, these are all things that every human will experience. But if there's anything um, you know, um, wrapping up, trying to uh, bring a conclusion to what the biggest um, vision and mission of middle path movement is. It is to help each individual find their peace, because if we have peace within, it can only um, amplify and resonate um, to the world around us. Absolutely. And, and the freedom as well that comes with being able to travel as uh, a yoga teacher, like the nomad life now, it's so available to, to most people. And there's so many places looking for international teachers to bring a different approach, to bring a uh, different SAS, a different, like me and Sami, for instance, two exactly. Brazilians. And we're bringing that Brazilianness into the practice. So if anyone is, is, uh, looking for that level of freedom, that level of, I, I would like to not be, if I, if you live in the UK and you, it's hard to deal with the long, cold months that we experience, you always have the option to, I'm going to go teach somewhere hot during the winter and come back in the summer. So it, I think it adds a lot of uh, tools under one's belt and freedom to choose and to be free. I, to spread to be the wings. 
<laughs> like a butterfly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's a lot of, you know, why the logo is there. Um, and of course, the two wings of the butterfly representing, you know, either end of um, of the scale and the center, you know, being the balance. There's a lot of meaning and depth behind the logo, um, which we can. Ooh, that could be that could be another episode, a whole other podcast, a whole, a other whole podcast. lot podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you so much, Mariella. <laughs> thank you so much, Mariella, for um, coming onto the podcast. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll talk again uh, in reference yeah. to the butterfly. Um, yeah. but if you'd like to know more about our um, teacher trainings. Um, you can get in touch um, via middlepathmovement.com and you can find out more about Mariella and her coaching method also. Thank you so much, Jessica, for having me. A joy to talk to you, to know more about how the incredible Middle Path has been created and to be a part of it. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. I really enjoyed that chat. Um, and if you'd like to have more opportunities to get to know Mariella and hear more about her method we are doing a live on Instagram on Sunday uh, 8.30pm GMT and that's UK time um, and our next training that's coming up is in Portugal 28th of May to 18th of June and you can find out about how to get Mariella's personalised discount code for the training on that live on Sunday but until next time Know thy ego, know thyself, egolution.